The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the executive minister, senior assistant minister, and director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. Uh, I welcome you to this podcast. If you've been with me for the last, wow, uh, nine years, that's great. And if you are hearing this podcast for the very first time, I welcome you, and hopefully you'll come back. I'll treat you right. Today I have a, a special guest. All my guests are special, uh, but this is a new friend that I've made in the travels of doing the work and teaching hardcore metaphysics all around the world. Today my guest is the author of the book, The Abundance Vibration, John Stringer. How you doing, John? Doing excellent, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to yeah. be here with you and excited to chop it up. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I know your wife Kathy is listening, so hi Kathy. I can see your name on the computer on my computer screen. So nice. I just want before I start, I just want to give some context to the listeners. Uh, we were just at the Fillmore Festival at Unity Village, and I didn't know John then, and we were booked to be the closing people of the conference. He was singing, I was presenting the last keynote speech. And between that time of him singing and talking, I just felt uh, energetically that this was a brother that I needed to connect with. And so we did, you know, we, we made sure that we had each other's information and, and we knew that we needed to be in alignment with each other. So I'm glad that you said uh, yes to spirit. And I said, yes to spirit. And look here, look at where we are now. So (laughs) things happen. (laughs) Things happen. Absolutely. So, John, before we get started, I just want to give people a little bit of background on yourself. If you could just give people a brief bio of how you got to the point of singer and author and, you know, what's a little bit of your background? How did you end up becoming, uh, you know, an author and singer of spiritual and inspirational material? Well, I I love giving props to my mom because she forced me to sing from an early age, <laughs> against my will. Um, 
And thank goodness she did because it turned out to be uh, a good direction for me. <laughs> but also uh, she's saying nonstop around the house. Uh, you know, we went to church uh, two times a week, Wednesday and Sunday, and um, she would make sure I was singing in choirs and different things like that. So that that was the start. But then even with the the inspirational side of things, she helped me build a foundation of faith, really, in something greater than, you know, limited <laughs> human understanding. And so that from from that, um, life brought me many opportunities to learn, shift, grow. And next thing you know, I end up um, in college, left college. I actually went to West Point Military Academy first. And then um, I was in, um, I thought I was going to be a soldier, of course, but I was in a, uh, the gospel choir there. And I brought my guitar there that first year. If you, you know anything about West Point, it's the, the first year um, when you get there, the, they call it our day or hell, hell week for that first week of boot camp. And uh, you can't bring any music or anything with you, right? Electronics, guitar, nothing. But my guitar was at home. Finally, that second semester when I could bring my guitar, man, I was glued to that thing. Every chance I got, it was my meditation before I knew what meditation was. So um, through that, I ended up transferring after the, realizing that I wasn't a soldier, transferring to Morehouse College. That brought me to Atlanta. And Atlanta is where I ended up in the music industry, met my wife, and um, we we became, uh, to say, to, to describe it for those familiar with it, you know, you've heard of soul uh, uh, partners and different things. Well, we were told we were twin flames or what have you, but we became very close business partners, friends, and she really helped inspire me to change really go back to the the basics of seeking that um, alignment is what it, I call it now with the source of who we are, seeking that relationship with the divine. So we've been on that journey together and I've been doing sharing music. She's been working with me to manage, start off as managing, then we became business partners. We've been hosting retreats together, um, sharing uh, teachings, works, one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching, all kinds of stuff. So we're, we're doing an alignment, aligned relationships course right now with couples. Um, we're helping them with the different teachings we've been receiving and the practices that help us. So, yeah, that's the that's the long story. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. So let's get into the book, John. So first it. of all, uh, the name of the book is The Abundance Vibration, A Guide to Alignment. What is the abundance vibration? So... The in essence, abundance vibration really is about learning to integrate with all frequencies, and then learning to be able to accept them, so we don't we opt out of the suffering. So that's the integration part. But then also learning to master choosing internally what frequencies vibrations we want to create. Um, the way the book explains it is our birthright is really that alignment with the source of who we are so that, A, we can recognize what is is for us and harmonize with whatever is because everything has frequencies. We're creating our experience based on what we're choosing, frequency-wise, meaning-wise, et cetera. So that abundance is being able to benefit from all that is and then create from that space of mastery where 
we're leaving the letting the suffering go, or <laughs> we're learning from the suffering and expanding. It, it, but the suffering is optional, so the, bl- the dynamic bliss can be ours from moment to moment through alignment. So that's really abundant life, our birthright. Yes, yes. You know, somebody really smart said, "I I came that that you may have life and have it more abundantly." <laughs> yes, sir. Exactly. And at abundance. So, go ahead. Excuse uh, me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Go right ahead. I was going to say that abundance is something uh, we can experience on so many different levels, not just financial. When we think abundance, it's easy to think of money, but also. In, uh, the abundance in relationships, the abundance in our emotions, the abundance in our purpose and career, our vocations, the abundance shows up so many ways, but it's all an internal job, <laughs> you know, from every every single category, the abundance is experienced based on what we're choosing inter- internally, and then the power is accessed when we align with that source that knows what everything is for and knows that everything is for us. The question is, can we align with the to experience, expand our awareness into those higher levels of consciousness to experience what this is for in any moment? Yes, yes. In in your book and in your teachings, you talk about the four levels of creation. Could you explain to my listeners what the four levels of creation are and how they can use it to create that abundant life that you just mentioned? Sure. So... Uh, the easiest way to think of it is just a simple framework to help us look at life in a way that's empowering. So when we think of the four levels, the primary level, the first level of creation, we can think of as vibration and frequency. The book goes to describe that. Most people understand that. Even our sciences reflect that, and we learn that that first level, primary level, vibration and frequency. The next level is how we create our interactions with those vibrations and frequencies, and that's the level of sensation, things like feeling, seeing, tasting, touching, what have you, right? So that sensory level. The next level after that is meaning, the meaning we ascribe to our experiences, the meaning we create both in language and the subtle meaning that's not necessarily language words, etc. That's the level of meaning. Third level. The fourth level is the level we often think of manifestation as, right? Where we're like, man, what I'm, I manifested this, that, or the other. Something, person, place, circumstance, etc. Right? That's the level of form. The, the world of appearances and physicality. How things show up. That level, fourth level of creation often is where people project what they want, meaning what do I desire right now? It's often living in the world of form, a situation, place, thing, you know, something to shift in some certain way. But some of us focus at the level of meaning, who I want to feel peace, and that's also sensation. That's another level of desire, right? All of them have corresponding frequencies at the primary level. And in fact, that's what we're really after in every case. So what the book does with that wonderful framework is just give us a way to see, ah, okay, whatever I want, the reason 
I am able to create it now, what, what the book refers to as instant manifestation, is because what I'm really looking for is the frequency and what I think it feels like. So if I can work my way backwards from, man, that new car that I've been hoping for, <laughs> that uh, promotion that I've been desiring and visualizing, et cetera, et cetera, if I can work my way backwards, dropping down into these levels of meaning, why do I want it, clarifying my intention, what, what do I think it's giving me, oh, security, oh, it'll feel this way, luxury, opulence, drop down again into what does it feel like, why do I want it even further, that's the level of sensation. When we're activating those sensations, whether we're visualizing, feeling, seeing, imagining what other people will say, imagining ourselves saying something as, you know, as clearly as we can, we're activating the actual fourth through those second levels, but then the corresponding frequencies are activated as well because if we sense something and feel it, it's the frequencies that are associated with those that allow us to do that. So all of that to say that simple framework gives us a way to instantly manifest so that we remind ourselves what we're really after through clarifying our intentions. Most yeah, people think yes. about clarifying. Clarifying the intention is what's my goal? Well, there's deeper levels on those four levels. If you can go to that primary level, then you can remove the separation. It's like a, a brain hack, if you will, is the way I think of it. And just one uh, example of how you can use that. But I hope that, yeah, that clear. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. As you were speaking about it, it reminded me of an old sermon from Reverend Ike many years ago. Uh, you might not know okay. this, but I'm a huge Reverend Ike fan. Huge no, I did. I did. I've fan. heard you quote him before. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, one of Reverend Ike's statements is feeling is the blessing. And uh, what you were uh, teaching was very similar to what Reverend Ike was teaching about, you know, get in the feeling. You know, the, the fulfillment is in That's the feeling. It. That and, is it, man. Fully feeling know, is fulfillment. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, it's, 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 it's right in alignment with what, um, you know, Ike was teaching because there's one truth to teach. You know, we all That's have it. our different ways of presenting it. But, That's you know, it. there's still only one presence and one power. And it's our job to recognize, with, with you know, like the ele blind man touching the elephant. You know, we only have our part as we're teaching yep. this this one presence and one power. So um, I do want to give people an opportunity to ask questions. I, I You know, so let me just put the number out there. Uh, 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. If you want to call in and ask John a question about the abundance vibration uh, or how to get in alignment or how to manifest your stuff that you want to manifest, uh, this is a great opportunity to do so. So, uh, John, uh, one of the things I want to talk about in your book, you mentioned purpose. So um, mm -hmm. how do you define purpose? And how do you find it? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> so, um, funny enough, uh, in our course, the uh, Aligned Relationships, uh, we've defined purpose 
through something we call aligned inquiry. And we take people through this alignment meditation and then show them how to inquire in that state of alignment. So, and just to back up, alignment is anything, you can reach that state of alignment uh, through anything that helps you get center, get present, and expand your awareness from that limited conditioned thinking some people refer to as the monkey mind or the ego, right? But in anything that helps you become present and refocus your attention to where your awareness can expand in that moment, and you're not just stuck in these reactive conditioned ways of thinking, anything that does that, we call a practice. It can be mindful breathing. It can be what we teach, align, allow, let go. And that begins to expand the awareness. The reason that's important is because as you expand that awareness, you begin to access greater levels, deeper levels, or as we like to call them, higher levels of consciousness. These higher levels of consciousness are where genius are located. And that genius, I call it genius. Some people call it other things, but that's my favorite word because most people recognize genius <laughs> and, and, and don't really debate about it. You know, we, we have a long history of honoring genius when we hear it, see it, taste it, etc. So when we access our innate genius through alignment, what it allows us to do is transcend the limited condition thinking, the ego, etc., and begin to inquire. And we use that aligned inquiry to inquire of our purpose. Now, we, the way we hear it is there's three levels of purpose you can think of. Again, this is another framework. This doesn't mean it's the gospel. It doesn't mean, uh, you know, this is life according to the I am and there's no other way to look at it. No, it's just a framework or a construct, if you will just like the four levels of creation are construct. So using the construct or the framework of three levels of purpose, you can think of there being an overarching purpose of all life, everything in existence in the fourth level of creation, the level of form. It's all oneness extending itself infinitely as all these things or the appearance of, right? Mm -hmm. Extensions of source itself animating as particles, clouds, celestial bodies, beings, intelligence, etc. So all of that, the purpose, the way we heard it, is life's right, its motive is more. Real simple, <laughs> right? More. So okay, that makes sense because if there's only one that's here and what we're experiencing seems like there's more than one that's Oh, I get it now. That's, you know, that's its purpose, to create more, extend itself into more and experience more. But it took a while to accept that, of course, uh, when we first heard it. But then moving to that, the next level is you as an extension of source. And all life is an extension of source, a general purpose of choosing a life path, whether we show up to learn how to align with source from moment to moment, or whether we show up to continue cycles of suffering and be these examples and learn from that path, whatever the case, choosing these life's paths as these extensions of source. Then the third level we like to um, 
assist people in tapping into through aligned inquiry is their roles. Because of our soul's blueprint, as we hear it, this wonderful design that's not something that's just static, but it's something that's created to allow us to choose and show up as we do in certain phases of our life, there are particular roles that were designed for us to choose or not to choose. And for those who want to fulfill those souls blueprint, the soul's blueprint and step into those roles, we can find ourselves showing up as healers, teachers, other specific roles like millionaires or uh, missionaries, different things, but people often intuitively tune into these things because of their desires and their blueprint, how they were designed to show up in life. Some people resist them, resist that calling and um, have challenges. <laughs> and some of us, life just makes it real clear it's time. It's time to change. And something within us gets clear enough to step into those roles. And then when we're ready, we can inquire and expand. Often those roles require great discomfort, us to move through great discomfort and uncertainty. Um, and that's where the growth happens. That's where the expansion happens. That's where we begin to shed the things that have kept us in limited condition thinking. And that's where the brilliance and the genius begins to shine. So um, that's to answer your question about purpose. That's sort of the framework we use in the, the, the question about how is uh, using the alignment and aligned inquiry. Another word, way to say that is if you're meditating and you're listening to the spirit, listen to that still small voice, you just ask. Ask, seek, knock. <laughs> and find out, ask, what is best and highest for me in this, in this phase of life? What is... What is the great I am seeking to do as me, through me, right now? What is mine to do? Who am I to be? What roles am I here to step into? You know, and listening for that guidance. We guide people through those types of exercises, and it's very effective, man. It's been life-changing for me. Uh, just to give a little story, I was... You know, before I was um, doing what I'm doing now, I was really a went from West Point to Morehouse, uh, left Morehouse to pursue music in a rock band. Uh, sort of gave up on religion for ten years and gave up on seeking. Of course, you can't get away from spirituality, but because um, we're all spiritual beings. But I was I sure wasn't consciously seeking anything. But I was learning all kinds of lessons for a good straight ten years. Till I finally was like, I need something to help me shift. To, I don't like who I've become. I don't like being out of control. I don't like where my the experiences I'm creating internally. And I just prayed and asked for that help and that something that works. And that sent me on this path. And still learning, still remembering, still tapping in in the the beauty of it is the perfection and the power and the oneness seeing more and more. Really grateful for that. Beautiful, beautiful. We have about three minutes before we have to take the uh, our break. 
Uh, I want to make sure that people know how to get in contact with you. Could you give them your website information and any other anything else? Uh, and if you have anything in particular, I know you said you're working on something right now, but is anything coming up that you can talk about in two minutes or so? Absolutely. So people can tune in at johnstringerinc.com. That's johnstringerinc.com, J-O-H-N, by the way. And uh, my wife and I, have a site at healingartsmgmt.com. That's healingartsmanagement.com. That's where we host uh, our podcasts. We have one called Awaken Pillow Talk that we do. We have a live show coming up soon. And then we also, um, the Alignment Podcast is a podcast I do on a weekly basis, just sharing inspiration. And then, of course, on my website, people can get in touch and see a lot of the different retreats where headed to Puerto Rico, Jamaica, Florida, um, different experiential retreats coming up, um, as well as one-on-one sessions. Also teach intuitive development and assist even other writers in how to tap in and how to cultivate a practice of listening and downloading, if you will. (laughs) So a a lot of great things if you're there to support. And then, of course, there's music there. Most of the music I receive um, inspiration for and record um, and ask how it's supposed to be and publish it as well. So you can get the music, the book, and anything else on johnstringerinc.com. Beautiful, beautiful. I have to get, John, I have to get my quick commercial that I get for my show real fast before we take this break. Uh, so I just want to remind everyone uh, that you can tune into Christ Universal Temple's uh, Sunday service online at www.cutemple.org. That's the letter C-U, the word temple together, .org, uh, 10.30 a.m. Central Time. You can also tune in on our Facebook page, Christ Universal Temple, or our YouTube page, C-U Temple. We would love to have you worship in person or online with us. Also, to remind you that I have a class coming up. Um, I'm starting a class on September 22nd, in the Johnny Coleman Institute. It's called Prosperity's Ten Commandments. I'm teaching an old school unity book about the principles of prosperity using the Ten Commandments of Moses and looking at them from the viewpoint of developing a prosperity consciousness. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be dope. It's, I'll be teaching it all on uh, Zoom. And for those who listen to this um, podcast in other countries, I'm an old school uh, hip hop head. So when I use words like dope, that just means good. <laughs> Sometimes I forget this, this podcast is listened to in other places. <laughs> and <laughs> I want to remind you that I also will be uh, up in Troy, Michigan on uh, this September 18th for the Leadership Experience Tour. You can find out more information about that on eBright. I probably will post it again on my Facebook pages. Uh, but again, the leadership experience tour, which will be a bunch of it's a speaker showcase. So you get an opportunity to hear a lot of different people doing different things. Uh, and the last thing is I want to make sure that you're aware of our Facebook live daily inspiration lessons Monday through Friday on the Christ Universal Temple Facebook page. We'll be right back with True Transforms. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Today I'm interviewing, and we've been having a good time so far for the first half of the show, John Stringer, who is an author and musical artist. Uh, we're talking about his book, The Abundance Vibration, and the work that he's doing out in the world to help people live better lives. So, John, well, and during the break we were talking about a lot of different things, but one of the things that I do want to bring up is uh, what happens when people start studying um, this type of truth material. And, you know, metaphysics yeah. and spiritual alignment and things are going well initially. And then it seems as though uh, things start to go awry. Uh, stuff right. starts coming up <laughs> and all different type of things. How do you That's teach it. people how to handle those situations? So I love it, brother. Thank you for bringing that up. And uh, I'm learning and remembering how to handle them myself because I've noticed these cycles as we go deeper and we expand and we say yes to that inner calling, it brings us to new territory. Life's motive, more. It's the purpose to experience more. When we're in alignment with that, we're not going to keep repeating the same old, same old. We're going to expand. And that expansion even includes eventually leaving this experience we call physicality, right? And expanding into the more of what we are remembering and experiencing. So all that to say, my experience has shown me the practices that we use do exactly that. Expand us into things that are uncomfortable, that seem new. That's it's a, it's more. It's an experience that's not the same, right? And often it it draws us to pull on more of our power whether it's strengthening our faith, our will, whether it's engaging more of our uh, or clarifying our intention further to get clear on what we really want to create and beginning to master that internal process, whether it's realizing that what we have created in the past is coming up to be seen, to be embraced and felt fully and no longer suppressed, ignored, or denied, <laughs> whether, you know, there's so many ways life shows up to give us these experiences that grow us, or more importantly, that help us expand our awareness into more of what we are. And it's all for us, but sometimes it doesn't feel like it. When we're going through these incredible expansions and activations, and then all of a sudden this dark side emerges to be seen it's like wait a minute is that really part of co my consciousness 
because honestly, all consciousness is our consciousness. Otherwise, oneness wouldn't be real, right? So when we're doing this work for those of us who are on that life path of learning to ascend in consciousness, not necessarily, um, uh, let's just put it this way, Uh, the way I hear it is when we align from moment to moment, we begin to expand that awareness. And you can think of expanding awareness to what? Expanding awareness on the bandwidth of consciousness. You think of consciousness as this infinite sea going in all directions, right? Then our individuated point of awareness is like a, a dot on that infinite band of consciousness. And through our practice, our alignment, our presence, we expand our awareness from that individuated point of awareness into more of who we are, what we are, into all of this consciousness. And we begin to harmonize instead of just resist, judge, create the experience of separation, etc. We begin to harmonize. That's integration. We begin to accept all consciousness as our consciousness. Now, that also means the low levels of consciousness, what we call darkness, evil, etc. All consciousness, that's integration. As we begin to integrate and harmonize and accept, we begin to let go of the misperception of right and wrong, let go of the misperception of harm and evil, let go of the misperceptions and suddenly realize there is no harm. We suddenly realize, wow, there truly is only oneness here. But yes, we're experiencing yes. as that, that great, you know, animated, incredible, diverse experience that does feel up and down at times. And that can be challenging when we think it's supposed to be a certain way. Well, I'm just supposed to be feeling good today. I'm just supposed to be feeling pure joy, peace, and happiness. What's, what's this showing up? Why, if if I'm mastering the internal, why can't I just feel what I want to feel? Well, it's showing up because it's for you and you're to integrate with it. And if you resist it and just be attached to some limited way of experiencing life, you're just creating more suffering. So it's also surrendering to what does arise and knowing it's for us and trusting that process listening to the intelligence on how to harmonize with it, how to integrate with it. So that, I know for some that might be big words and, or and for others it's not, but my wife often reminds me, not everybody understands that language, so to put it in practical terms. <laughs> your your wife said that too? No. No. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> a great reminder. Put it in practical terms, this week um, I hit a spot where emotionally I was just like, at times, crying, angry, frustrated by certain things. I'm like, what is going on? Feeling out of control. Haven't felt like that. But maybe a couple of times in my life as an adult, and it was very common as a child, right? So I'm thinking, man, I'm mature. My spiritual practices have brought me beyond that. I don't, you know, why, why am I experiencing this? I'm experiencing it because for those of us who, who choose that path, that integration means to be able to be present even in that heaviness. There's so much going on in the world right now. To be a light, you can't hide from and not experience the darkness. No, you got to enter the darkness. The darkness is actually just the low-density form of light. 
<laughs> right? It's all good, but you got to bring that presence there in order to integrate with it and bring harmony where there's disharmony. You can't avoid it. And that's part of expanding your consciousness into those layers. It's all in us. We we think just because we, you know, have an experience, it's not in us and it's just in others. No, it's in you too. And some of us, the work is bringing that mix of frequencies to bring harmony to what has been created so that we can recognize and see it is all perfect, all is well and always is. And from there create versus creating from some sense of lack, misperception of right and wrong and dichotomy and thinking we got to fix something. So that's yeah. the um, that's the path that I no, think I those who... I, yeah, yeah. Me, I apologize. I thought you were about to say something else. I didn't well, mean to cut you off. That's all right. I was just going to say that's the path that a lot of people, I think, are on who are experiencing that. Wow, wait a minute. I thought it was going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and, and we bump, and I bump into that a lot. You know, teaching new thought now for twenty five years. Um, I, yeah. You know, students. You know, I know I didn't think that, and you know, I know that um, I don't believe this. You know, and I always go back to telling people one basic thing: one hundred percent responsibility. You can't have the power yeah. to change it if you didn't have the power to create it. And that doesn't mean that you consciously create like, OK, I want somebody to assault me or, you know, I want to right. be in a car collision. You know, it, it just right. means that, you know, when when first of all, you know, since we're having a deeper conversation, let's just do it. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Why not? We're all we're all in the process of becoming. And there are lessons that our souls seek to learn through different experiences and situations. And outwardly, they might look one way and inwardly is totally different. And yeah. there are times when we are, where you, you know, your term alignment, we're vibrating at levels of consciousness that tend to draw things to us at that level of consciousness. So when people like you and I talk about rising in consciousness, we're saying we're seeking to rise above what happens to the normal average thinker, the average believer in life, the average consciousness, the average, uh, so many things have to happen to so many different people at different times. I can remember, um, John, um, as a kid before I even knew anything about, um, new thought, um, you know, I would hear, you know, cause I was a big, big hip hop fan and, you know, still am. And I can remember, you know, people saying things like, you know, you know, black men are an endangered species, and I would never say it. And I said, why would I? And I, my logic at the time intuitively was, I'm not going to affirm something that's destructive to me. Mm, like nice. It didn't make sense to me. Now, I understood the facts and what people were driving. But for me, in my consciousness, I, I decided I was going to live above that. And what was interesting right. is you find things unintentionally but it's intention. So for instance, then, you know, just sharing, I know we have about 15 minutes left, but I just have to share this story if you don't mind. Ooh. No, uh, I'm not here. So uh, one of the groups that I was really big fans of was Boogie Down Productions. I used to love Karis one, still do. Oh yeah. Karis. And um, he, so he had a song when I was around 20, I think it came out when I was like 19 or 20. And uh, that was, yeah, I was 20 when it, when it dropped or 19, one or the other. But anyway, in the song, he said, um, and it made me think 
start, it, it put me on a path. This is pre-Christ Universal Temple. And my mom was a metaphysician. Right. I didn't know what that meant at the time. Uh, so he, he said in the song, as I'm starting to process life and trying to figure out some different things, he said, um, Christians keep saying, except Jesus in your life, Christianity was founded 300 years after Christ. Who do you accept? In, what do you accept in your life, Christianity or the teachings of Christ? Make up your mind mm-hmm. they're not the same thing. In 1992, the blind leads the blind right into the ground. They can't tell you what God is because they haven't found him first. Put down your mm-hmm. Bible and release your sin. The Bible is dead. God is alive within, metaphysically speaking, I'll come clearer. You want to see God, take a look in the mirror. And I remember <laughs> hearing that lyric and it was like, nice. what did this dude just say? You know, you know, you bumping, you know, you got your car, you know, you bumping your stuff in your stereo or whatever. And I yeah, stopped yeah, and right I started now. asking my buddies, do you, did you hear what he just said? Mm. You know, it, it didn't stick to everybody like it stuck to me. And I was like, let me go back and listen to that again. Like, Let me go back and listen to that again. Yeah. If you want to see God, take a look in the mirror, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, and then some months later, you know, I get exposed to, to new thought. And it's interesting because I'm a big believer in the, the fact that when your soul is ready, it'll come in any way that you're open to receiving it. Right, right. It will just show up. For me, you know, even though my mom had Charles Fillmore books and other spiritual teachers along with Christianity, my grandmother was um, an evangelist, um, I wasn't trying to hear any of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't trying to hear any of it. And and this is what's funny. So then when my mom played a Les Brown tape, which was, you know, Les Brown at one point before he was like the one of the top med- uh, motivational speakers in the world, he was actually a minister right. at Christ Universal Temple and right. uh, and started a ministry in Miami when he left here before he became a motivational speaker. When I heard this tape, I'm like, man, that's wow. But then my mom let me hear this tape by Johnny Coleman. It was a statement, John, that, that stood out so strongly to me that it made me pause. And this is why I'm bringing it up in the context of what we're talking about. Uh, she said on the tape, uh, if you ever see some people and they're looking kind of funny, and her, that was her word of saying dangerous, maybe f- make you know make you afraid their their mm-hmm. behavior or their look, she said, remind yourself that God can never do anything to harm Himself. Now she used old school language, but the the but the point was God will never do anything to harm Himself. Right. So she was saying that if you're in the if you can get in the proper consciousness, even somebody's harmful intent can't be expressed because the God in them will override it because it's recognizing the God in you mm. functioning from a different level of consciousness. Right. And you I think know, that's I what you're that. talking about with this abundance vibration, with this alignment functioning yeah. from a different level of consciousness to where, um, as Emmett Fox would say, Christ is Lord over karma karma. The source of who you are is greater than anything, not only that you've ever experienced, but what you've put in motion already at lower levels of consciousness. That's it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And here's the funny thing with that uh, story you just brought up where, you know, when we're operating at the higher level of consciousness, God does not harm himself. 
that does not how that shows up at the higher level of consciousness doesn't mean the appearance of harm doesn't show up. It means you transcend that misperception of what's occurring. For example, take the uh, the crucifixion, right? Well, wait a minute. Uh, Yeshua, the master teacher, our, our dear brother at the high level of consciousness he was at, how did he end up getting murdered? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, God doesn't do anything to harm itself. Well, wait a minute. What, what's going on here? It's like, that's just it. That wasn't harm. That was something intended to happen to demonstrate the transcendent power over death, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with um, our own lives. When we get into this surrendering and aligning, it doesn't mean the appearance of harm isn't going to happen. It means we have access to the knowing that guides us to transcend the suffering so that there is no sting in what happens. Does it mean that, okay, now I'm going to overcome ever needing to leave the body? No, it means you're going to overcome the fear that life ends when the appearance of physicality shifts. So you're no longer subject to these old patterns of suffering and attachment. Instead, you are in harmony and in flow with the creative principle that is birthing, decaying, destroying, etc. And you are now in alignment with that divine intelligence that knows it is all for us. The cycles of life is its creation, and it is the creator extending itself as you. Therefore, this is for you, not to harm you. And so yes. that, that alignment to me empowers us where fear can become a thing of the past, and instead yeah. we're operating in surrender and yeah. we're seeing the perfection and the glory of our lives. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what you just shared with me reminded me when um, in 2010, my mother um, made a transition. She had got sick and I moved her in the house and and she ended up um, transitioning. And um, right. I can remember uh, the last words my mom actually said to me uh, because I didn't know she was going to get ill and ended up transitioning more sick. And so, you know, she was going through the going through. And, uh, you know, I was supposed to be home. I don't even know why I'm sharing this online, but, hey, it's, it's for somebody's healing. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, so I'm, you know, so, you know, I was supposed to go to work. I had one of her friends was supposed to come over, stay at my house while, you know, because I moved in one of my rooms. And uh, the person didn't show up, so I ended up staying with her the whole day. And uh, so, I, I, you know, she was just going through some stuff. So I put on some old Johnny Coleman CDs, let her hear those things. And what was interesting was my mom, my parents always called me by my middle name. My, everybody in my family called me Javon. The world calls nice. me Galen. And uh, and she just called me and she was listening to Johnny and she said, Javon, I believe. I'm just scared. And mm-hmm. I and I can remember hearing her say that. And it it, it touched right. me because I knew how she, that she was wrestling internally with both processes, faith yeah. and fear. While she was going through. So I went to the store. My sister came and went to the store. When I came back, all heck, it broke loose. Ambulance. And, you know, she flatlined. They had to bring her back. And then she was basically a vegetable till she passed away. 
And I can right. remember people asking me, well, you know, you're preaching sermons at the church, you're teaching your classes, you taught seminar, like a seminar, like literally two days later. And uh, my lady walked up to me and she said, uh, I don't understand how you could do this. This is your mother. And they, everybody that knew me or knows me know, knew how close I was to my mom. And I said to them, her and everyone after her, how can I say to you, God is life and all is well when it's your mother, when it's your father, when it's your husband, when it's your wife, when it's your child. And then I clown when it's my mom. This was an yeah. opportunity for me to practice what I tell you. Yeah. You know, and and I and I I, I told anybody that was willing to listen. Uh, and I still believe it to this day. I've never up to this date achieved a higher level of consciousness than I did when I was dealing with my mom's transition because it forced mm -hmm. me to say, okay, God is life. There's only one life, and that is the life of God. And that life is my life, and it's her life, and it's everyone's life. There is no death because mm -hmm. there's only God. And if there's only God, there's only life. Right. And I live in that space. So when people talk about how oh, they grieve their parents and grandparents and loved ones, I don't have any judgment around that. But I don't have right. any of those attachments. Yeah. Because God is life. That's it. What's well, beautiful, that, bro. I love what you shared. That's that's heart opening. And it's yeah. I think all of us go through it different ways too. Meaning yeah. uh like your journey. Like people are like, okay, I, I'm just gonna firm that, do that, and then they cry and boo hoo yeah. and breathe. That's where you're at. That's natural. Right. <laughs> let that, let that let flow. That be that, what it needs to be. Bingo. Yes. That doesn't mean you can't choose to align with that higher knowing and experience it. It just means you need to allow how it's unfolding for you to happen. Great, great example also is like your mom when she talked about, you know, I'm just scared. I remember uh, one of my dear friends, we had that conversation. He was given a short time to live and he asked me to come comfort him and be with him. And he's just telling me, bro, I don't have long to live and I'm scared. <laughs> you know, just when, when somebody tells you that, it's, it's just that moment of presence. Like, what else can you do but just be, <laughs> right? It's like, do you really have any other solution other than being, than being present? Like for your mom, was there any other solution other than your presence that you could give her in that moment? Right. It's, right. it's like that, that's, that's really what people need is that experience of our presence. And then wherever they're at, whether it's fear that they're dealing with and choosing to trust through that fear, or they may be a person that, they may be a person, excuse me, sorry about that. My uh, computer did something weird. They may be a person that's just going through this higher level where they, they're not encountering um, fear and are able to go through that transition period um, with complete trust or whatever. But it doesn't, what really matters is what do we choose? Do we choose to accept and experience the truth? Because believing is, to me, the practice experience and realization is the fruit like that knowing it's like ah i'm practicing alignment i'm practicing getting present i'm practicing centering right now through these practices 
And then when I am present, when I am aligned, when I am centered, when I've expanded and I'm feeling that knowing, that is the realization of the truth, right? You talk about this, right? Moving from understanding to realization to manifestation. It's that realization that's so important, just like Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him. If you hold to my teachings, you will know the truth, realize the truth, and that truth sets you free, sets us free from the fear. So it's our practices. We got to do what we got to do to get to that knowing so we can be set free from the suffering, the fear, the illusion, forgetting everything's all right. That's my acronym for fear, forgetting everything's all right. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. So we, we have about a minute and a half left. So one of the things I want to do, just in case someone tuned in late, how can they get in contact with you again? JohnStringerInc.com. That's J-O-H-N-S-T-R-I-N-G-E-R-I-N-C.com. You can also go to HealingArtsMGMT.com to see all the great events and um, even some of the other artists we manage. Um, at HealingArtsMGMT.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Make sure that you go to the site and get his book, The Abundance Vibration. Give yourself the opportunity to uh, just work with um, focusing on yourself. Remember, the best investment that you can ever give is to yourself. So take the time. As you're listening to this podcast, make sure that you're doing the, your, your, your prayer work, your meditation work. Make sure you're doing your, your research and studying and all that is necessary as you're guided to help you live the abundant life that John talks about in this book and what's available through the presence and power of God that is within each one of us. So, you know, there's still only one presence and one power. God, the good, omnipotent, the everywhere present spirit of absolute good. So, John, in this last 30 seconds, do you have something that you can leave the people with? Sure. Would love to invite people to join us in our free VIP group as well. Um, it's, it has free meditations, uh, the alignment meditation we teach. It's an 11-minute long one, as well as four other things we do in the morning to create what we call triharmony or morning momentum. Um, so if you're interested in that, go to johnstringerinc.com, sign up for the newsletter, and we'll send you that free information. Well, thank you, John, for coming on the show. Um, I look forward to working with you in the future. I know we got some stuff we've talked about. So the world Absolutely. is about to get, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's going to like Jordan and Kobe. So I'll be with you all there next week with True Transforms. <laughs>
To get that information, I answer audience questions and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.